You don't have to have the perfect conditions in order to make things special. You get to add things in that feel special. You get to be the person who who creates that for yourself. It's just a different way of viewing life. It really, really is. And what you focus on grows. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. As always, I'm so happy to be here chatting with you. And I just love kind of living life and being inspired by the things that are happening in my life and really like distilling the lessons and the stories to share with you, to hopefully inspire you, to hopefully help you, to help you see things in a different way, to see yourself in a new way, in an in, in empowered way. Why is that always so hard to say? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so excited to get into today's episode because honestly, like, I'm just feeling a lot different right now. I'm feeling very calm, feeling very grounded. I'm at my parents' house as I am every Monday. It's like a very gloomy day here in Southern California. My daughter is sick with her second cold of her life. She's almost 11 months old, so, you know, she's just a little one. And so we were up at 5.30 a.m. We were up a couple times last night. Like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great. (laughs) But I don't know. I've just been, like, feeling a shift lately, and I think it's kind of like an energetic shift. I think it's also a result of of the surrendering that I've been just leaning into. If you have not listened to my episode about surrender, go back and listen to that if it piques your interest. If you are somebody who kind of finds yourself like wanting to control or like holding on tightly or anything like that, that episode is is one of my favorites and it's really been like the like signature of this season of my life where I'm just really leaning into that. And so I can account that for part of the reason why I'm just like, I'm just here. It's, it's all good. It's all going to be okay. (laughs) I really, really feel that. But what I'm going to be talking about today in this episode is the idea of romanticizing your life and creating magic in the mundane. This is just something that I have been really obsessed with lately and so I can't wait to share my thoughts around this with you and my hope is that it will inspire you to really see the beauty in your life right now right here right now as it is with with all all of the messiness all of the chaos all of it like I want you to be able to find so much more enjoyment in your day-to-day life 
So I wanted to talk about this today because, as I said, I've just like, I've felt such a shift. And really one of the shifts has been this idea of kind of looking at my life in a more creative way and seeing ways that I can kind of romanticize my daily life and kind of create art from my life. And this is not a new concept to me. When I started my blog four years ago, the tagline of the blog was finding the beauty in the everyday because I have always been someone, but especially like as I became an adult, like I've been somebody who really tries to find the meaning and the lessons and the beauty in life's moments. Sometimes it can be very hard for me to see that in the moment because I'm somebody who has a tendency to become anxious and to ruminate. Like that is like my default setting. So I've had to do a lot of work to create a feeling of safety within myself and and to kind of like temper that anxiety so that I do have more clarity. And that's just like part of my life's journey, which has allowed me to then get to know myself in a deeper way and to have a more like spiritual view on life because I've had to work really hard, honestly, to, yeah, to like reduce that anxiety so that I can see more clearly. But I've always like, like I, I'm motivated to enjoy my life. Like I've, I like to feel good. I like to, yeah, I just like to feel calm and peaceful as often as I can. And so I'm very motivated by that right? Like, you know, here on the podcast, I'm very open. And so of course, I I share very openly the struggles that I've had, the times where I've been very stuck, but I'm a very driven person. And so when I do feel that way, I'm like, okay, let's like do the work here. Like where, what's going on? What needs to be healed? Like what's coming up? And, and even though I have those desires, it doesn't like happen overnight where I, you know, just get better right away or whatever that looks like. Like, like this is going to always be part of life, that ebb and flow, that like the times where things feel easy and fun and flowy and the times where it feels dark and heavy and sticky. And I just, I know that there's beauty in all of it. There really, really is. And so that's always something that's just really piqued my curiosity. It's like, okay, how can I find the meaning here, the lesson here, like what's going on beneath the surface. And for highly sensitive people, I think that we have, I know actually that we have this really beautiful, unique ability to find a lot of joy and beauty in the small moments. Because as highly sensitive people, we really sense the subtleties in our environments. We notice the little things. We are typically that person who's going to see like a sunset and just we could feel it in our body if we're present to it. You know what I mean? Like we have the capacity to be very moved by that or to see the leaves changing colors and to actually want to like stop and like admire for a minute instead of just hustling and bustling through our lives. Um, We are typically the type of person like we'll see that cute old couple on the park bench and it'll make us emotional or we'll we'll read a book and feel like we're literally like connected with that main character like we just transport into this different realm of this book we're reading so it's like 
as highly sensitive people, we really have this capacity to feel and experience in a deep way. The thing that gets in the way for us and that blocks us from like actually really getting to be in that experience is our anxieties and is the habits that a lot of us find ourselves like replaying over and over because of our conditioning. So a lot of times we're like blocking ourselves from having these experiences because we are ruminating over, oh my gosh, why did I say that to that person? They must think I'm so dumb or we're worrying about like how we're going to bring up our boundaries to our our loved ones or or we're worrying about you know how we're going to handle another busy day I don't know like a lot of times as highly sensitive people we we are just it, it can be hard for us to hold all of the things and we get overstimulated more easily and so sometimes we can be kind of blocked from yeah just from being able to tap into the magic of our trait and so I just want to share some like very simple things that I'm doing in my life to really, like I said, romanticize my life and to create feelings of magic in the mundane because I know that a lot of times we're just like going through our lives and we're kind of like almost like holding our breath and like waiting to be happy and waiting until we can feel good. It's like, okay, I just need to do this and then I'll feel good. I just need to get to the weekend and then I'll be happy and then I'll relax. And so... I mean, we've heard this a million times, like you do this and you're really just like wasting your days. Like you really are. And, and it's sad and we all do this, like we're all guilty of it. And that's why we all have to be reminded a million times to like tap back into presence and be here now because your life is happening now. And so something that I've loved is just making, making, (laughs) you can probably hear Blaine in the background, my daughter, (laughs) she's so cute. Um, Something I love is just, yeah, creating, create, making the present moment feel more special and feel more magical. So some ways that I've been doing, something that has been actually really opening me up, back up again, has been having a practice of writing morning pages every morning. So if you're not familiar with morning pages, they're simply journaling, long, uh, long form journaling, like stream of consciousness journaling for three pages. And this is a concept, this is a practice that comes from Julia Cameron, who is, she wrote the book, The Artist's Way. She's amazing. And I recently uh, listened to her on a podcast. Like I became familiar with her work like five years ago, but, um, and I used to do morning pages every single morning. And that was like when I started blogging back in 2019, I was just like, doing morning pages. I was just really in this like beautiful creative flow all the time. And I just was like, oh, I just felt so happy. And then I got away from doing morning pages. I don't know. Life got busier. I just felt like, oh, is like this doesn't feel productive. So I just stopped doing it. And then I recently heard Julia Cameron on a podcast and it like this spark clicked in my mind and it was like, Alyssa, do morning pages again. And so I've been doing those for the past like 10 days maybe now. And it's, oh my gosh, it's just been amazing. It's just been so awesome to just like open myself up and to 
just like see what comes through. Like it's just, it's literally like a practice. You're not going to question yourself. You're not like, oh, is this any good? Like, what am I going to write about? It's, and that's the practice right there. And that's where a lot of people are like, but I don't know what to say. Like you just write and stuff comes through. It's really cool. Um, and, and as a mom, like I have to be uh, more, it's, it's not like I just have this like luxurious, like open-ended morning. <laughs> like I don't at all because my daughter is up at like 6.30 and so then so am I. <laughs> um, but usually she'll play in her little playpen for like half an hour on her own. So that's usually the time when I'll like write my morning pages and sometimes they get cut short and then I just finish it later. I've just, you know, flexible surrender, right? Um, but God, that's been such an amazing practice. And so that's something where just having like a journaling practice, but specifically morning pages, if that kind of calls to you, is just such a cool way to open yourself up to really feel connected to a higher power, because that's really the idea around those morning pages is it's like opening you up and it's can really untangle the thoughts in your mind. I often feel like I don't even know what I'm thinking until I like put it on a page. So that's been just something that's felt like really special that I really look forward to. Um, and another thing that's just simple is like creating, having like delicious drinks <laughs> in my day. Like as a, as a stay at home mom right now and like I'm, I'm working when I'm able to, like, my days can feel kind of monotonous, like, I'm kind of just, like, doing the same things, like, it's not like I'm having these incredible adventures every day, like, I'm at home in my living room a lot, and so I'm really, yeah, just obsessed with, like, how can I make mundane, average moments actually feel so special and magical, so it's, like, having my morning coffee and, like, really, like, Oh, I just love my morning coffee. I do bulletproof coffee and it's just like this experience where I'm like, I just love it. And, and so really what I'm trying to get at here is like, how can you make the average moments in your life feel more special and how can you like actually be more present to that? Right? So it's like the process of making my coffee and I have cacao in the cupboard. So it's like, okay, if I need like a late morning pick me up, I can make some cacao. I have sparkling water in the fridge. Like how can I just like have the, it might sound silly, but I know if people, people out there are similar to me who will, who will get this and who will be, who will be like, yes, like this is something that just like makes my day feel a little bit more special, like just things to look forward to, right? Some other things that I just absolutely love are being really mindful of like the clothes that I wear that day. When you're a highly sensitive person, we are, we're going to be a lot more sensitive to our clothing. It there's This is like to varying degrees for every person. But for me, it's like I have, I'm very specific about like how things feel on my skin. And I also am like, I like for my clothing to match my mood and to feel kind of inspiring to me. So like, as I sit here, I'm just wearing like an over, my husband's actually oversized sweatshirt and like some leggings and tall socks. And it just like, and it's a gloomy day. And I don't know, it just like feels good for my mood. And so these are things like putting some intentionality into what you choose to wear and really like un like realizing the impact that can have on the way you feel. Something interesting that I've learned is like comfortable clothing is actually regulating to our nervous system because if you're wearing uncomfortable clothes, like you have a, a tag that's like bugging you all day or like 
your pants are too tight or something like that. It's actually like you're in this chronic state of discomfort, which is actually really dysregulating for your nervous system. So having clothes on that are comfortable and that just like feel good on your body, it's just like one less thing for your body to have to be processing. And so it really makes such a difference. I just like, oh, I just feel so much better when I have an outfit on that feels really good. Some other things like just having candles lit, having fresh flowers in the house, like, because sometimes we just have to do things that we simply don't want to do. (laughs) Um, Like we had to do our taxes the other day. Obviously, that's just like not something most people are excited about doing. So it's like, how can you make these tasks feel not so crappy? Like, how could it be, instead of it being like, oh my gosh, I'm just absolutely dreading this. It's like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll light some candles. I'll play some soft music. Um, I'm going to have, you know, my, my LaCroix or a a great cup of tea. And I'm going to just do this. Like, how can you just like add those beautiful little adornments into your life that just make it feel a little bit better. Because again, this is the kind of stuff that really does matter for us as highly sensitive people. I think about when, when I was working in the corporate world and I was commuting to work every morning and I was blogging on the side and I just loved my mornings. I loved my mornings. And this was a really, again, an intentional choice. This was something that I created for myself. Like the conditions were not perfect, but I created it to be an experience that I really looked forward to. So I'll paint a picture for you because I know many of the people here listening to this podcast, like you're, you're going commuting to work and you have that like nine to five and all of that. And, and then it can feel like, well, cool, Alyssa, like you're saying all this, you're just like home all day with your kid. (laughs) It's a different experience for all of us. Like the grass is not always greener, I have to say, but I do believe and know that we can make every experience feel more special. And so when I was working full time in the corporate world, blogging, trying to like fit in all of the things that I wanted to do, I literally would wake up at 5 a.m., I would, um, I would meditate for like 10, 15 minutes. I would write my morning pages and then I would listen to a podcast while I, I got ready for the day. And my last step before I commuted to work was I would make my coffee and I've been making the same bulletproof coffee for the past like five years and I would put it in a thermos and I would choose a pod, a new podcast to listen to on my about 40 minute commute to work. And I, I'm not kidding. I loved that commute so much. I just would sip my coffee slowly. I would listen to the podcast and just let it like kind of infuse within me and just like feel so inspired by the time I'd get to work where I was like, oh, it just was like a really special experience. It really, really was. And then I'd get to work and I would make usually like an avocado toast in the, the work kitchen. I don't know. It just like got my morning off to such a beautiful start. And so I just want to say like, you don't have to have the perfect conditions in order to make things special. You get to add things in that feel special. You get to be the person who who creates that for yourself. It's just a different way of viewing life. It really, really is. And what you focus on grows. If you haven't heard that quote, I mean, it's so true. Like if we focus on like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do this or, oh, this is so boring or this sucks. Like, oh, I hate this. I can't wait till 
Friday, but until then I'm just going to be angry. It's like, like that's just, we're wishing our lives away. And why not try to look for these beautiful pockets in our lives? And why not add more things in that make it feel even more special? And again, I really think this is a superpower we have as highly sensitive people. We really, really do. And so it's just like leaning into that. It's really more of a like creative, playful, just like, yeah, creative and playful way to experience our lives. Um, Something else I have so much fun with, and I know some of you here and that are listening are like totally on the safe way, same wavelength as me here, but I'm a very spiritual person. I feel like I ha- kind of like held that back for a couple of years as my platform grew, and now I'm like, no, I'm not going to hold that back. Like, that's a huge part of me and huge part of just my life and and what makes me feel happy and good. And so something I love is noticing like cool synchronicities in my in my day and and angel numbers and and little signs. So let me kind of paint the picture for you. Last week I took my daughter to a gymnastics class and they do like this puppet show at the end of every class and it's always different every single week. And so at the end of class last week they did a puppet show and it was like a with a bee. And they it was super cute. He had just like this bee puppet and Blaine loved it. It was like the cutest thing ever. And then a couple days later, I took her to music class. Like, yes, we do all these little baby classes. It's really cute and fun. And in the baby music class, uh, they did a little like teaching them about animals thing. <laughs> and one of the animals was a bee. And so she was like super into the bee. And another thing to know is that my husband's stepdad calls our daughter Queen Bee, Blaine Queen Bee. And so I don't know. And then there was one other instance I forgot now. Something else came up around bees. Oh, we were watching Shark Tank and they did like a flashback to this company and it was like this lemonade company that helps save bees. So anyway, there was like... several occurrences in just like a short span of time that was all around bees. And I, being the way I like view life and, and I'm very spiritual and I think of like things as signs all the time, I'm like, ooh, bees are popping up a lot. Like, what's that mean? And so I looked up the meaning of bees and it was about like abundance and how your hard work is paying off and things are coming into fruition. And it was just like, to me, just this beautiful sign. I just was like, oh, this just feels like such a divine sign. And that is really the way that I choose to live life. That is just an intentional choice. Some people might hear that and be like, okay, that's so silly. Like, it's just a coincidence. And that is a choice. There's this quote from Albert Einstein, and it goes, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. And so that's that has inspired me always. It's like, I will always be that person who's like, I'm going to view everything as a miracle. I'm going to see everything as like, oh, it's a sign. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, there's something to it. It just makes life more fun. It makes life more magical. It feels more just like, 
it just feels better to me. And like I said at the top of this episode, I am very motivated by feeling good. I just want to feel good. I like feeling good as often as I can. It's not always going to be the case, but when I can, I'm trying to. I love to just enjoy life. So with that, the other thing was like the angel numbers where it's like, you know, you see 1111 on the microwave or like 333, 444. That's another fun practice that I have where I'll be listening to a podcast and I pause it and it's like, oh my gosh, it's 444. And just like really being aware of these little moments in your life where you're like, oh, this feels special. Like I'm going to stop and notice this. And I think we're just oftentimes really blind to all of this because we are in our heads, because we're feeling overstimulated, because we're hustling too hard, because we're just like, we're, we're thinking that we're not in it. We're thinking that where we are right now is not really worthy of our attention because we're so focused on where we want to be. And it's so natural for us. Like I'm so guilty of this, obviously, but I don't know. Lately, it's just like more and more I'm seeing the value and the beauty and just really trying to be where our feet are and really seeing the magic and and the beauty in here and now. Like even when you're just like making dinner, like how can you make cooking dinner feel like this beautiful spiritual practice? How can you make it be something that instead of rushing through, instead of being like, oh my God, why do I have to do everything? Like how can you make it feel really wonderful? Like maybe you can play some soft music or listen to, again, a podcast that you love. Maybe you can pour yourself a glass of wine or have a cup of tea or make a little mocktail, right? Like dim the lights, um, you know, just like what are some things that you can do that can make it feel more inspiring? How can like chopping the, the onions and washing the dishes be more of a mindful practice where you're just like present and you're just in it and you're aware that, oh, this is my life right now. I'm living it. I'm here. And now I think, I think this is really some of the most important work that we can do. I really, really do. This is something that I'm going to continue practicing. It's something that I have fallen away from because I was, I'm such a driven person and I have been so goal oriented, which is great. And it really serves me. But lately I've just like had so many moments, um, especially since becoming a mother where I have been forced to just like slow down and be here now and, and realize that like my life is happening now. It's not happening only when I achieve X, Y, Z. It's like, it's happening now. And I'm feeling a lot more peace and presence and just like groundedness and joy and spiritual connection and creativity when I'm just like more present to what's happening now and really am intentional about making seemingly mundane moments feel more magical because there are, there's always a way, there's always a way to infuse more beauty into your life and to make it feel better. So I hope that you found this episode inspiring. I would love to hear what things you're doing to create more magic in the mundane moments of your life. And I just really want to encourage you to romanticize your life, to make it feel more special. You deserve it. You don't need to wait for the weekend. You don't need to wait till you achieve X, Y, Z. Like how can you infuse more 
more magic into the here and now. I'm sending you so much love and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.